Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer. Thank you for being here with me once again as we come to another episode and give all of you out there some updates, what's been going on in the life of Joe Meyer, and, uh, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, catching up a little bit. And so, what has been going on, right? Um, It seems like every time we have a discussion, something's going on, we're in the process of something going on, good things are happening, bad things happening. I mean, it's just a, um, a lot, right? So, before we start, I'm just going to start off with my traditional song. And uh, this one, I have played it, but I haven't played it for a while. It's a song that I hold very close to my heart. And it's from a film, right? Um, You might know it, but it's called This Is Me. And, uh, you know, I I like the song. I like the movie. It's just um, something that kind of allows me to think about my life and who I am, right? Maybe you'll think, maybe this will allow you to have that, those same feelings or emotions. Here it is. I am not a stranger to the dark Hide away They say we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, you say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are glorious When the sharpest words want to cut me down the sin of blood gonna drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, cause here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. This song is very emotional for me, and I'll tell you why. If you've ever seen the movie, right, um, The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman uh, about P.T. Barnum, right? Love that movie, love the music. I don't know if they'll ever make a um, another one, right? I don't know, hopefully not.
because usually with the second one they can kind of mess it up right so you know but you never know right what they could do but the first was wonderful the the music everything about it my daughter loved it um i love the circus idea i love i write about it and something that i'm i'm currently writing my book about my current novel about and certainly something that uh, i have done a lot of research about the circus um the history of the circus so it's something that I, I it really um, brings me close to home, right? I have a um, a great excuse me, I'm tongue tied today. I have a, a many fond memories of the circus as a child, right? Um, remember going with dad? He used to take us to Barnum's. Um, um, regularly maybe every year used to see the animals the tigers the lions everything right it was the circus right and uh we used to go to the i think the la convention center um the coliseum at times and then other places where they had it but we went to other circuses we went to like circus vargas right um those are the two main circuses and there was other smaller circuses that would come into town but th this particular um, part of the movie, This Is Me, just talks about really um, how the freaks, as they call them, right? Um, that's them, right? And obviously, um, they were mistreated. And, and that's pretty common, right? With how the freaks were treated. They were oftentimes despised, um, spit on, abused um, by the customers, right? Um, but I don't know if they were mistreated by people who were in the circus, right? They could have been. But um, I don't believe they were. Um, only because they, they were kind of the top draws of circus life right so they brought in a lot of business right um but it was a song that talks about just um this is them and they have to accept themselves and uh, the the song is sung by the bearded lady right um and i think she's her name's keila seattle right and uh did a great job right uh in that film and uh, I think she's an excellent beard lady, right? You know? Um, but it really goes to show you this is me, right? Oftentimes we are mistreated. We don't feel people respect us. And during this time in my life, things are happening in a good way, but it's been a struggle, right? I'm happy to say that I finally was able to land a new opportunity, a new position, which I started this week. Thank God. Literally, thank God. Right? And um, it's a great company. It's one that I've tried to be a part of for many years. I've applied and applied and applied. Right? <clears throat> um, 
and my coworkers, my manager, everyone is wonderful, right? Incredible, right? And kind, and from all different walks of life, as I say, right? And uh, I look forward to hopefully having a long, prosperous career there. But I have to be careful not to say that because there have been times where I've knocked on wood and said, you know, I'm, I, this is the place I want to retire. And a few years later, they let me go. And it's, it's tiring. I am tired of going through those situations. I'm tired of struggling like that. And these last few months until since March have been torturous, hard, depressing. Where it has led me into a lot of dark, dark alleys. Thinking of ways to escape this situation. Almost to the point of escaping, just finishing this life. Right? And it, it's it's hard because um, most of us don't want to think like that, right? Most of us wants want to live, and you know, people who suffer through depression, anxiety, you know, manic depression, things of that nature. I believe people want to live. Right, and but unfortunately, it's it's very difficult because you're not allowed to be happy. And even though we say, you know, many of us say, "Well, I'm trying," we do. But deep down in us, when we go to work or we live our lives. For many of us, there's a sense of brokenness in us that doesn't go away. A, a sense of feeling satisfied when we should be, right? I, I'm not saying I'm happy with my new role or my new position. I am. But at the same time, I'm just waiting for the rug to be pulled out from under me. To be seen and, and to be treated in a manner that um, is reminiscent of past where people just don't want to work with me or decide to get rid of me or, or do what not, right? And it's hard going through life that way. Uh, most of us, most people I think, yeah, they, they can handle the loss of job and move on and be okay even though it's difficult. But for me, I feel there's a sense of like brokenness that, that it's going to take a long time to get over. This year was particularly hard because I've made a lot of mistakes. And I feel like I've failed my family. I feel like I've let them down. Because in the beginning of the year, around April, I got good jobs, good positions. One of them I took. But the other one, I'm sorry to say, I burnt the bridge, right? And I regret that. And I should have taken that other job in the, in, in the beginning of the year. But I was blinded by a company in the sense that I've always wanted to work for. 
and I took that job and it didn't it became not the job that I should have took it, it it wasn't exactly the job that I thought it was right which led me to leave that job in July and it's a lesson hard lesson learned right that when we get stuck on certain companies we want to work for people with certain people we have to be very careful because it can be dangerous territory not to get blinded by what's in front of you because you may overlook an opportunity that may be better you just you just don't want to see it and that was think my case and sorry to say i really messed up i messed up my finances i messed up opportunities for my family to have certain things i failed them and when i think about how i failed them i'm not going to forget this year although you know i'm going to have to move on and focus on the position i have now right it's going to it's going to just take time right but i'm hoping by this time next year i'll, I'll be much better and you and you'll have more positive podcasts and more positive blogs and more positive blog uh, bl- blogs out there right i'm hopeful right? and i just have to be positive right it's hard because i i like most people i want to succeed in my career in my life right i want to be someone that i could really feel quite proud about now one would say i have nothing to be ashamed about right i have a career i have education i have a lot to feel proud about but i it, it's hard to find that happiness that sweet spot of happiness in my life and i'm just tired of feeling this way i i find more comfort at times finding you know deciding on a way out of this life like end of life type scenarios right i i shouldn't think about those things i don't want to think about those things i want to see my family grow up and be prosperous and be successful and be happy because the quality of life that I'm leading right now I'm sorry to say it's not the best I know it could be better and there's where those thoughts come in of well maybe my family would be better off without me maybe they'll be able to have a sense of peace um 
in my family's life not to have that worry. But of course, to do that, I, I would never just do it. I would want to make sure they have uh, the necessary financial means to be okay for a long period of time. You know? Again, these are hard discussions that most people do not want to talk about. They do not. You know? But I'm hopeful for the new opportunities. I'm hopeful for the things that are coming in my life, whether it's my books, my writing, whether it's spend time with the family, whether it's watching them grow up, and us having prosperity, right? But I'm, I'm trying to take it day by day. You guys out there won't see me doing anything drastic at this point. I'm just trying to recover, in all honesty. But I hope none of you out there ever feels that way. <sighs> well, where do we go from here? All right. Well, good positive things. I mean, my, my books are out there in Amazon, the Pox, on Barnes & Noble, both in print version or paperback. Um, and also in, uh, e-version, right? So I'm looking forward to, um, you out there reading it and purchasing it, you know? Um, they're a little more on the expensive side, um, They're a little bit more on the expensive side, um, only because it's it's um, it's difficult because you want to make money, but at the same time you don't want to charge somebody fifty dollars for a paperback because who's going to buy it? So right now I think it's like twenty eight dollars, which I know it's a lot. It, it's 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 because I'm an independent, right? I'm not a I don't have a big publisher behind me where I can charge you like ten dollars for a paperback, right? You know because it's they're independently printed. All right. Yeah. But I did it, you know. I will continue to write. I will continue to um, focus on my writing with my new books, my future book that I'm editing right now. And I'm looking forward to, you know, putting it out there, hopefully next year. I, I don't want it to be too long um, because a lot of this one, the pox took almost four years because it was such a big book. I mean, it it was a huge, huge book at first. I, I mean, it, so it took a lot of editing. It took years of it to get through that. But again, um, looking forward to this new book being a little bit more on the reasonable side, right? Um, and hopefully next year, probably, uh, I don't know, next March maybe, thinking... I'm going to pick dates that it's going to be put out there on dates that that are milestones for my, you know, my 
people in my life. You know, I lost this year. I did it for Father's Day. Next year, I'll probably do it on a, a birthday or something like that, right? But I, I don't want to put two books out in one year. I mean, although some don't matter, but for me, I want to want to be able to have enough time where, you know, enough to edit it and go through it and make sure that it reads right and that it's a good quality piece of work, right? But other than that, right now in my life, focused on this year, focusing on finishing out the year, building those relationships with my coworkers, being content, not feeling a sense of uh, imposter syndrome like I did the first job. So I'm trying. Let me play this next song for you where this is probably going to be kind of the the attitude that I should have sometimes, but it's uh, I think you'll like it. But let me play it out here for it. It's by uh, Phil Collins. get to a certain point at times in your life where you just can't care about it not not care about your life but just can't care about those things that will drag you down this is one of those periods in my life where being unemployed really dragged me down to the pits now I understand there's a lot of people out there who are much worse off right I see on LinkedIn every day that in cases where 
there's people that have been out of work for, you know, a year or more sometimes. People who have different experience than me, but are preferably, you know, they have over 20 years experience struggling to get that next opportunity because they were laid off. There are people becoming homeless, can't feed their families, struggling to survive on the verge of homelessness, or if not already homeless. Some even on the verge of just ending it in suicide. There are people that end their life due to situations like this who have families. Because it's a real struggle. People struggling to survive can't. People who have families who are trying to feed them cannot. People who have the skill sets to, to do incredible things are not allowed the opportunity. Now I get it. There's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of people out there who are struggling um, because people are applying. People, every, A lot of people are looking for work, right? It's not just a single person. Sometimes you are competing for a position that a thousand people are applying for. And there are many people out there, many of those hundreds of not thousands that apply for one job that are perfectly qualified. But can't make it. Who don't deal with depression, who don't struggle with anxiety, who are not manic depression, who don't suffer with the thoughts of ending their life. But there are those who do, and many of them take that last resort. And obviously, if you do that, there's no coming back, obviously. You just hope if they have a family that they um, leave them in a better place. You know, again, that loss of life is not is is not something that somebody can just easily walk away from or move on from. I know that. It, there's real damage that takes place, especially when you have a wife, kids, husband, whoever it may be, family. It leaves a permanent scar. And that is something that I think about if I was ever to take that step, is that what would, what would be the permanent scar I would leave on my family? You know? It's not something I, I want to do, right? But I'm not willing to let them suffer in this life, right? Where do we go from here, right? Try to maintain my peace of mind, maintain my health. 
Um, it's a different change for me because this position that I'm at is hybrid. It's no longer working purely from home, but I do have a work from home on Fridays. Eventually, I'll have a work from home on like another day, like a Monday, um, or it could be a Thursday and a Friday, you know, just it just depends. Um, there'll be flexibility for me, a little bit more flexibility. So, but that won't be for maybe about nine months from now because they have to train me and they want me to be in the office so that I can get fully trained, right? So there are some aspects of the job that I'm okay with, but I, you know, it's difficult. Well, not difficult because I have to have my father uh, take my wife and daughter to school because, you know, in the morning or just to help me out. But other than that, um, trying to be okay. Trying to end out this year in a positive way. But one of the things I can't help to think about is this year. The failures that have taken place. The mistakes I've made. And trying to recover from that. So for those of you who struggle, who are really trying to make it, who are really trying to be better, you'll get there. Don't give up. It gets better. I have full trust that you'll be okay. This message is a little bit shorter today, but I just want to wish all of you out there a prosperous week. Many blessings to you, and I look forward to, to catching up with you again soon to let you know how the new job's going. It was just my first week this week, so but as far as I, I can tell, it went great. So praise God and thank you for all of you out there who are listening to me and, and supporting me. And I look forward to talking to you guys real soon. Send a flood, gonna drown a mound I am brave